Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, part of the verse says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. But how can you know the will of God? That's a question that many people have asked, and it's a very important question. And today I'd like to start an article given by my good friend, Dr. James Ray, about this. And he said it's certain from Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 that God has a perfect will for every believer. But how can we know what that will is? The same verse declares that we can prove or know the will of God. See, God has a place, not every place, not just any place, but a place for us to be and to serve. It has been said, there is not any place like this place anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. Well, let's think first of all about what is not the call of God. The need of people in the world is not the call. Every country on earth has a need. The opportunity is not the call. There are plenty of opportunity and many open doors. The ability is not the call. The invitation is not the call. The need of the whole world cries out for light. And even the desire is not the call. Now, all of those above mentioned things are factors, and some or all of these things combined together to bring us to the point of decision. And these factors weigh heavily on our hearts, and the burden grows until one day we come to a decision, a conclusion, that God is leading us to work in a place. Francis Dixon, my English friend and fellow minister, defined the call and the will of God in these words. The call of God is that deep inward conviction accompanied by peace in the heart and confirmed by the Word of God that God would have us to do a certain work in a certain place. Well, Isaiah in chapter 30 and verse 21 put it this way, And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right hand and when ye turn to the left. It was in 1840 that David Livingston heard missionary Robert Moffat say, In the north I've sometimes seen in the morning sun the smoke of a thousand villages where no missionary has ever been. That seemed to have been the deciding moment when David Livingston set his heart on Africa. On the other hand, perhaps that moment might have served as the platform on which the need and the desire and the opportunity and the ability and the invitation would bring conclusion to the call. Sometimes the call of God is clear, crisp, and sudden. Usually, however, God uses building blocks to bring us to that fantastic point of certainty when we hear the Holy Spirit say, this is the way, walk in it. Some years ago on my first trip to London, I visited Westminster Abbey. In the center of the cathedral, buried beneath the stone floor, lies the body of David Livingston. It seemed impossible to me that I could actually be so near a man like that. Just inches away, just beneath my feet, was the body of a man that was described by Florence Nightingale in these words, God has taken away the greatest man of our generation, for Dr. Livingston stood alone. But Dr. Livingston did not stand alone. He literally opened up dark Africa for other missionaries. He plotted more than 29,000 miles through Africa, 
and everywhere he went, he left his mark. He administered medicine, and he gave out the message of Jesus Christ and what a man he was, and I'll give you more of this message tomorrow. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.